Brandon, welcome back. Last week, I binged all of Asuka in, okay. in one day okay. in anticipation of recording. We didn't end up recording. So to make up, we are going to talk about Asuka. Asuka! Gotcha. Okay. Um, and, and the Star War. Uh, okay. And, and I need your help with this because... Good God, do they not give a shit about new viewers. I have not caught up with the Clone Wars or the Rebels or the, the, all of the animated stuff. So uh, uh, there's some characterization that I didn't quite understand. And there's some other shit that I didn't quite understand. We'll get into all that. Okay. But first, um, in the style of a Star Wars crawl, Brandon, <laughs> can you introduce... The fucking do a cast. <laughs> In a friendship that started long ago. In a podcast studio far, far away comes the tale of two. That's right, only two. One relying on his quick wit and loud voice to make with the yuck-yucks in a place that he feels foreign that he doesn't belong. The other, a man who possesses the largest lightsaber I've ever seen. When their forces combine, it creates... Not necessarily just a rebel alliance, but dare I say, an empire. An empire known as the fucking Do It Cast. Part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. A network that stretches far across the cosmos. Where we find our intrepid heroes. Jockeying from point to point. Trying to make sense of it all. Where one man had the better part of 15 years of Star Wars animated content to go through. And never bothered and now feels behind when he watches a popular TV show. Join us as we find our intrepid heroes. Confused, angry, <laughs> and ready to fuck. Yeah! <laughs> See, that's what was missing. <laughs> Not enough fucking an Oscar. <laughs> Look, I, I will say if there's anything that came out of the original trilogy, it is a readiness to fuck. <laughs> Nerf herders, uh, two short stormtroopers, family relatives. Nothing stood in their way. Space yeah. Kentucky be damned. <laughs> Space Kentucky. So uh, I want to warn everybody: there will be spoilers in this. Um, as as every every time we do yep. one of these reviews, yep, uh, it's spoilers. Haley Joel Osment sees dead people. Snape yeah. killed Dumbledore. Like I'm just gonna get him out the Rose way right Bud now. Rosebud is a sled. Yep. Uh, spoilers akimbo. Um, yeah. So, if you have not bored. watched Ahsoka, yeah. Fucking put us on pause. Yeah. Pause. Stream everything. <laughs> including. Yeah. Look, yeah. Like, I did look, not do my, I, I did not do my homework. I will admit th to that. Right. And, and here's the thing is. <sighs> HBO and their max platform curated all of the necessary episodes of Clone Wars and Rebels that you might need to watch to figure out what's going on. HBO did it? HBO did this, and they put oh. together a list for you. Disney? So, did Disney or Sorry, it? not HBO. I'm sorry, Disney. Duh, wrong, oh. fr wrong franchise. My apologies. Oh, okay. I was, uh, yeah, I sorry. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, sorry. So Disney put together basically a, like, to catch you up if for some reason you weren't satisfied with the lack of context uh, to start Ahsoka, you can do so. If you can't be bothered with that <laughs> and you just want to shout at your screen, you can shoot me a message on Instagram and I'll tell you what the fuck happened. I didn't, I didn't really shout at the screen because there's enough context clues to piece together some of it, but there's just, there's certain things that like, um, so we're, I, I, I guess we'll do our like regular review format, but like when, when 
Sabine is reunited with um I don't even know the dude's name. Uh um Ezra. Ezra. It, it was like, hey, hey. And they were just like, okay, and we're going on. And and I don't know if that's just the way Ezra is and the way Sabine is. Well, yeah, they, they like, have they they have what I would genuinely call a repressed sexual relationship that they're not going to act on because they don't want to do that these days and just make Star Wars about old school relationships and shit like that. Yeah. So will they eventually, in theory of future seasons of things, show a love? Absolutely. But for the time being, Ezra was also, a, if memory serves, a bit younger than Sabine. And Sabine's also Mandalorian, which means she don't got time for his fucking preschool bullshit. So well, like she she saw him kind of come of age through rebels right right a- until he became essentially Jesus of the rebels crew. <laughs> well, my my impression is that it has been years since they had seen each other, and yeah, and if I I expected there to be like a little bit more um of a of an emotional hit like some hugging or like you know like nah, be I, like hey you dumb fuck it's about time or i don't know i i thought there would be like I, more i think more one, of a thing genu- genuinely i think they're trying to avoid having the young the young pairing be some sort of turning sabine into a damsel in distress because if she falls all over him yeah. she treads dangerously into that territory mm-hmm so that I can actually understand. Their relationship in Rebels was never really like Sabine was always a badass. Right. Right. And was like way big into fucking um uh graffiti and stuff like that and like tagging shit and you know Mandalorian lore and like th- there was a lot of pride going on there. So the idea of the second she sees someone who she is absolutely not in love with, but loves very deeply on whatever level yeah, you like decide you, to choose. Like your homie. Like your homie. Right. The idea of you being like, sup? And sup. the other person be like, long time no see. <laughs> and you two holding that in just to see if you can fuck. Like that made total sense to me. Okay. Because <clears throat> Ezra always kind of downplayed things as a character. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think he was trying to be tough because he realized he was force sensitive and got trained by like one of the last known Jedi around. And that, you know, and the guy's fucking blind on top of everything. The one who trained him. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. Ezra had to, had to kind of step it up, but like he's his lightsaber and rebels. It had a blaster on it. That's dope. <laughs> like it's, it was fucking rad. Like he, <laughs> he, he did not adhere to the regular Jedi shit in that sense. Mm-hmm. And in turn, Sabine doing the same thing, trying to train with Ahsoka, same kind of thing. Yeah. And you, I don't think you really needed to see what happened between the two of them to understand that, like, sh- like Sabine's a rebel at heart. Ahsoka's trying to train someone but doesn't really understand and is also terrified of turning whatever, like... Yeah, because her <sighs> legacy is... If she's just like her master, her master genocided a whole hell of a lot of people. Well, there's this is where we start to get into the Clone Wars lore, because at the end of um, uh, the the thing where uh, Ray, I can't remember, Stevenson's character walks out onto like the hand of the dude pointing or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck that was about, but that was intriguing. So that is essentially that is God. So. In Star Wars lore, there is a, like, world between worlds, and supposedly that's where it is, where they traveled to. Oh, see, um, that, that, that was unclear. Like, right. Um, well, this, this is a big nod to the thing, because, like, the father was the one, and this is real, a real, like, Cain and Abel story, where in Clone Wars, there's a son who is the Sith, who is still standing next to his father, so when you saw the other figure yeah. with the bald head yeah, they're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be his daughter on the other side draped in white she sacrificed her life to save ahsoka oh uh, okay because ahsoka was pure and she believed that ahsoka deserved to live to balance the force but that's why you don't see her stone 
monolith next to his. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there's there's a whole thing in like in Rebels. Um, what's his face? Ezra discovers a what looks like almost like a stained glass kind of religious uh, image of the three of them and is trying to understand everything and yada, yada, yada. So like uh-huh. that's that's where that came from. Obviously, we know that uh, R.I.P. Ray Stevens, that he died. So yeah. we're not going to get to see the journey that he went off on a lot of people online, especially on the fucking like aggregated Facebook posts that I get about that. Oh are my like, God. I wonder what he's going to go search for next. And it's like, bitch, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> fucking do a Google search. Um, so <laughs> I, yeah, like leaving that open-ended of him searching for something greater and finding himself literally standing on the hand of the father of the force. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And the yeah. idea that the overtone is that, the Sith still lives. The Jedi Order has fallen. Is beat you over the head. Obvious if you have watched the source material. Otherwise, it just seems like whoa, this is a real fucking thing. Because like, yeah, when you were, I, I imagine when you saw, you were like, what sort of fucking space lore bullshit is this? Yeah, I I was intrigued because I was like, I love him. He's a great addition. Yes. I want to know more about him. Um, that 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 Lord of the Rings statue shit going on there. I was like, so it's not just a different galaxy that they're in. There's some, there's some fuckery in here. Yeah. They are in quite literally a land far, far away. And that's kind of the idea is that's why the sisters had to navigate him or had to navigate them to this world. And that's why the space whales had to navigate them. By the way, Ezra is the one who kind of introduced the space whales to everything. I do like um, that I was a real like the, big thing. I do like the space whales. The space whales are fucking they rad. Are, and in Rebels, they were fucking all, great. And Ezra has 100%, the, yeah. like Ezra basically can communicate with the space whales and like <laughs> is it, it was it was very fucking yes. cool. Like yes. it, so I, yeah, and by the way, um the one of the other Rebels characters, if you remember the Mandalorian, uh they end up on like the weird what looks like a Hawaii outpost or whatever it is yeah, and there is that dude, purple the, that purple dude yeah yeah so he is part of the rebels crew as well so if you knew you knew and you popped hard just like I did and I was <laughs> like oh shit we're going to oh. end up seeing yeah cuz he's fucking great honestly like rebels is very much a kids show in the way that it is written Mm-hmm. The back lore of it is fucking rad. The characters are super enjoyable and Chopper's a war criminal and I fucking love him for all of it. Because like, <laughs> dude, I watched somebody who like tallied at the body count and like <laughs> Chopper's got a kill count of like 50,000 people. Yo, Chop- like Chopper. all through Rebels, he was blowing up store destroyers and all sorts of silly <laughs> shit. Like, and basically like him jawing off with Ahsoka and essentially, like, if you are not Ahsoka, um, I'm trying to remember what the fuck the general's name. Um, I do not remember Sindhu, her name. I think I don't remember her name. I Look, here's what I Mary here's Kate, what I remember. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary yes. Elizabeth Winstead. That yeah. fucking dumper. All of the goddamn memes <laughs> of her Lego version having yeah. two extra little round <laughs> orange Lego bricks to bump into her butt. Yeah. Like, goodness. So that kid is her biological son. That kid is her biological son. She okay. and the Jedi, the the blind one who trained Ezra, Kanan, who ended up dying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kanan Jero, if if memory serves. Um, yeah, yeah, he ended up dying in Rebels, but she was pregnant at the time. So, so species wise, the the human genome overpowers the green the green genome. Is that I, is that what we're I, led to I believe? I don't know. I don't know what the deal was with that, or, or how that ended up working out that way. Like, like here's, here's what I know. Or something. Give me, it, give it, me something. It gives a lot of credibility to Shatner just fucking his way around the galaxy. Because like you got to figure at some point along the way, <laughs> Big Bill be wandering around doing like the fucking stutter speeches, <laughs> and just suddenly all like. One of the fucking space ladies just pulls that fucking one piece down and he's just <laughs> like, just, yeah. just gnawing at him. <laughs> yeah. I thought she needed more to do in the show other than just, um, she, she was she a need, real, yeah. Like she needed more. And cause and that's where, that's where rebels comes in. And that's, yeah. that's the thing is like, she is very much at that point, a supporting cast character. This yeah. is designed around Ahsoka. Yeah. I understand your desire to be like, I want more of that character. Because yeah. 
in the t- in the show, she's fucking great. And in the cartoon, she's fucking great. Like, it makes a ton of sense. And also, that's why they never really tackled the uh, Sabine and Ezra uh, relationship, because they had a Jedi literally turning on the Order and being in love with a fucking badass lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I... like, w- we got everything that we wanted from Clone Wars when Obi-Wan was falling all over the uh the mandalorian queen yes yes like acting out it it was like it's the it's almost we took anakin and his story with padme and decided this isn't going to end tragically the same way you think right i but i yeah i wanted more of her Um, yes i thought this was a even though i don't don't know sabine that much i thought this was a good introduction to her character Yes. Although the art aspect was kind of missing, like um, that, I will agree with that. The 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 graffiti and stuff like that, they really carved out. Honestly, I think this season could have used three more episodes. Yeah, I. It, it felt very short. Yeah. But it makes me wonder if they purposely made it short to see if fans will clamor for more seasons, mm-hmm. and then have them dig deep next time and do another couple episodes. Yeah. Because I do think. As as important as Sabine's art was in Rebels, it is not necessarily a dire thing for the story that they were telling. Sure, but and having her be more uh, more of a like, I know better. I'm I I've been around. I've managed to live this long. I do not need you to fucking mother me. Yeah. Stop trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm still a dumb kid, and I need guidance <laughs> from somebody who has more experience. Also lightsabers, also more experience, also had literally the spirit of the fucking Jedi die to keep you alive, and that's why you rock white lightsabers now, because you're a fucking (laughs) badass. Yeah. Yeah, never mind all of that. I did like that Sabine was still a little unsure of herself, like, she got blasted a lot, like, she took a lot of hits. That fucking Mandalorian armor made such a fucking, like... You you weren't necessarily worried about her dying, but the amount of times she got close yeah. to absolutely getting murked. Yeah. I was like, that that Beskar is holding up, man. That Beskar is holding <laughs> up. Um, the other thing I, I thought was weird, because I only know Ahsoka from the handful of handful of episodes of like early Clone Wars that I've seen of like, Yeah. Her, does she is it does she deliver all of her like when I saw her as a kid, she was like peppy and zippy and everything. Yeah, yes, and, and a bit of a needy character, and yeah. you know, and why na- can't I master him? Blah 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 yeah. blah blah, and like but really there- kind of turning her into the the needy little sister to Anakin. Yeah, and then this her characterization in this was just like, uh, every you line need of dialogue to watch- I say is this way, and I I don't know if that's like how she's grown into that. that that is how she's grown so the the short version is essentially she walks away from the jedi order mm-hmm. before order 66 happens yeah and basically turns her back on everyone and goes out of the world and learns the real outside perception of the jedi that mm-hmm. you know they're uh, they're elitist. They they don't connect with everybody. They're they they are space wizards, <laughs> right? They're pricks. They they literally live in a tower above the city, above everyone else. <laughs> they're aloof. And she dickheads. literally finds like she the the last season of Clone Wars that they did that they added on and did more recently. They really got Ahsoka heavy, and it was super good yeah. because they literally like they dig into the drug trade that happens on Coruscant. I, I did see those the that tail end of that stuff and I thought that was good and I right. thought her characterization had a little bit more life to it for I don't, I don't know there's something about right. Rosaria Dawson's version of Ahsoka that was just kind of like it felt draining and I and I know that's and, kind and of the point but it's that's also kind of the point so right so in between that last season and then during Rebels Ahsoka has watched all of her Jedi friends die. Mm-hmm. She's watched her master become literally the scourge of the galaxy. Yeah. She knows exactly who Anakin is. She's one of the few who actually does. She has to deal with and get up every day pretending that she's not good enough to be a Jedi because she obviously is, but is yeah. turning away from the order because she found awful flaws in the order. And then feels responsible to try and help all these people because deep down she's still the same person. Mm-hmm. 
and then travels through and gains more skill the hard way and has to phase down Anakin. And then there's that whole fucking end season with like the pyramid and her fighting Darth Vader as Darth Vader. And like, I imagine having your own, like it's equivalent to having a parent suddenly decide that they're going to turn on you and try and murder you. Yeah. It, it fucking hardens you bad. And she kind of turned off all of her emotions because I think she got tired of getting hurt. Yeah. And that's why I think Rosario Dawson delivers everything in a very stoic kind of even tone because she doesn't want to get upset. And I think that will gain with time as people start to peel back the fucking onion that is Ahsoka. Yeah. Also remember that she was trained by Anakin. Yeah, she gets angry. That fear is there that was it the training? Was it the person? Was it this? Like, so that's the other thing, too, is like she very much is operating in a world where like if she gets angry, she doesn't know she's going to turn on her friends. That's true. Because she has no idea. Like what she knew is that Anakin was full of anger. Yeah, that led him to the dark side. I, I think it would have been interesting to see some of that, but I understand that they're they're hoping for more seasons, so maybe that I, that aspect right, will come out. But also, like, there's very clearly a connection. I mean, they did that flashback episode where they had the same girl that played um, young uh, Gamora or whatever it is from uh, oh, Guardians. Or yeah, yeah, it's the same actor. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking great. She but was that's good. The same, yeah. Yeah, she was great, but having that flashback and then having Hayden Christensen play Anakin again, talking to her yeah, and, you know, telling her, you know, I, there's another way I'm not dead yet. This and that. And like, yeah, I thought that was nice. I liked the rehabilitation of Hayden Christensen getting, getting a gig and coming back. Cause I, I dogged the prequels. Like I know you else. But, I know you did. But seeing him I, you, do stuff with a, a director who actually can direct an actor. Um, yeah. You, you mean other nice than just see. faster and more intense? Yeah, faster and more <laughs> intense. Like, if you, give, if you give an actor something to work with, mm-hmm. they can give you something. And it was nice to see Hayden Christensen actually bring some stuff out. I, I thought that was cool. I liked how they did the, the red eyes. That, that subtle yes. change where he was like, you don't get it. I'm going to fuck you up. Right. Like, yeah. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> right. trying. I'm, I don't want to be like you. I already know this. But it's like, right. And that's, she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, right, and that's and that I think could really if you give it a, you know, a five Mississippi and assume a lot of good things. Now, I will say with this show, you do have to assume a lot of good intent and just yeah. kind of yes and your way through things. <laughs> yes. You you really do. Like even for somebody who's seen all the material, I I did a lot of that, but also every time I was yes ending, I was like, "Yo, the little hermit crab people are rad. Yo, those little dogs that you ride are fucking yes, rad. Yo, are- the sisters look fucking great." Yes, they and, do. Yo, all of the reanimated fucking stormtroopers are super fucking the, cool. Oh my god, the Kintsugi thing where they had that gold, that gold inlaid yeah. in their yeah, armor. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, like the old Japanese armor where you fix yeah. everything by and, doing the gold, like the that little Roman, nod. The Roman statue the, face. Right, yeah, like this, this weird, on. this weird mishmash of historical military and having all of that and then having all of the, like, undead ones draped in the red ribbon and stuff like oh, that yeah. and having them basically be marked with the witches. Yeah. And, like... I, yeah, I, I loved that. Like visually, yeah. I, I saw that on um, people were talking about it on, on Twitter. And I was like, that can't be Star Wars. Star Wars doesn't do that. But that was in Star Wars. And then I saw it and I was like, holy shit. Well, yeah, because the sisters are like fucking rad. Because remember, they're the same ones that started Asajj Ventress and um, the male counterpart planet to the sisters is the planet that Darth Maul's from. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so, like, literally during Clone Wars in the, like, I think it's, like, season three, maybe, or something like that, they grab Darth Maul's brother and bring him over and basically infuse him with the power necessary to become the warrior. And he went from being, like, he does a full-on, like, evil Captain America thing where, like, he grows three sizes and horns fucking come way up. And he's got some weird, like, 
I swear to God, he's got some sort of like lightsaber battle axe or something. Like he's a fucking oh, badass, cool and shit. he's like yellow and black instead of red and black, and like the yeah. the whole lore of that is super fucking good. I liked, but, yeah, like uh, yeah, I they were they were a great addition. I yeah, I I'd never seen anything like that. Uh, weird ass space magic, getting weirder space magic. Yeah, and then flaming sword and fucking flaming sword now. I thought Danny Nasanto's daughter, and I don't remember the character's name, but um, she's the she's the one who gets turned into the Red Witch and, and has the sword. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought she was she had a lot to do in the front front end, and in the back end, she had that amazing fight because you know when you are an expert martial artist, when your dad is Danny Nasanto and you're on screen you make everything look good like she made rosario yeah. dawson look excellent and i thought absolutely rosario, i thought rosario's saber fights were a little slow um but i know she wanted I, to do them except for the one where they were taking all of the stormtroopers on and ezra pulled the two stormtroopers through her lightsabers at the end yeah. that was fucking cool yeah that was cool but like, like she had a couple great moments like she rosario to her credit like you said, she wanted to do it. That's great. Like yeah, I yeah, love yeah. any actor that is like committed to that. Yeah. And I'd argue that much like a journeyman pro wrestler, we didn't see anything super amazing, but paired with the right tag team partner, you can get a lot of really yeah. great shit out of that. Like, yeah. not everybody is great one on one. But when you take on John Cena, somehow everybody looks real fucking good against John Cena. Yeah. And is it that everyone else is fucking great or that John <laughs> Cena puts a lot of people over and makes everybody fucking look good? Yeah. Like, so that, that so fight that, with the flame sword, that, yes. put, that put Rosario Dawson over because Danny Nasanto's daughter knows yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. And, and like, I, as much as I wanted more of that character, I understand the idea that someone that could be bought into the lore of everything and how important their role is and blah, blah, blah could just be an inadvertent sacrificial lamb. Oh that, yeah. Like the sisters look disappointed when she died, but not surprised. Yeah. I, I knew that like when they introduced the sisters, I was like, Danny Nasanto's daughter is not long for this world. She better have an awesome fight scene at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I was not quite so early to damn her to death at the, at that point. But when the sisters were like, are you sure you want this? This is a commitment to the death. I was like, oh, boo. Yeah. We're going to lose the badass lady. That sucks. And she she's a stunt performer. So perhaps she will have like another role in the future. The, because the sisters in theory could travel back, grab her undead body, reanimate it and bring her back to be some sort of like, um, uh, what the fuck is it? Like the one in the... Uh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie's uh, badass oh, the chrome Phasma trooper. Armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we could have some sort of cool undead badass flame sword wielding fucking witch warrior just yeah. coming at fucking Ahsoka. They they need they need people who can fight to yes. They need people who can fight to make these these actors look amazing because yeah, this this isn't doing it for me. I'm sorry. No, it's this is well. Not... It, like this is the thing is once. <sighs> I blame the Yoda fight in the prequels. Yeah. Because <laughs> once we saw that Yoda could do the flip and and make fucking uh, uh, old ass what's-his-fuck look good. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like the second Dooku looked like he was really capable with some sabers because of some good CG. And I was like... <laughs> Well, I guess I won't accept the original fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan anymore, huh? Yeah. Like, because that feels fucking <laughs> like two people who literally moved like action figures fought. It, uh, yeah, there's there just... Mm. Ha! Ha! Mm. Ha! Ha! Mm. Like, it was like, <laughs> all right, no problem. That's fine. It's the 70s. I get it. Nobody has that expectation except for if you actually watch an, a martial arts movie. But whatever. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's, Sir it's, Alec Guinness is not going to be that dude. Like I, I get, I, I understand that. I'm okay with it. It's funny that there's a there's that story about George wanting Toshiro Mufune originally as Obi Wan Kenobi because yes. like his influences were Akira Kurosawa and all those right, films. Right, right, and right, right. Toshiro Mufune can do a sword fight. Like right, and that would have been so fucking been, cool. That would have been dope. Like, as fuck. I got no heat on Alec Guinness. Like he he did a perfectly fine. An honestly very memorable version of Obi-Wan. Like yeah. that, 
it it turned Obi-Wan into this almost like begrudging grandfather figure yeah. <laughs> for, for Star Wars fans for forever. Yeah. And like, if you had the other guy, he might be a little too badass to die that fast. Like, yeah. I'd have yeah. been pissed if Darth <laughs> Vader killed him instead. Like, Alec Guinness, I was like, oh, boo, Obi-Wan. Yeah. But like, I wasn't necessarily expecting him to throw down or anything else yeah, like but that like you set a out, different expectation yeah if you take out yojimbo in movie one right no right. one's staying no, for movie you, two you take out yojimbo <laughs> with those lame ass moves halfway through movie one i'm gonna be like you know no i'm no, out no i'm out <laughs> i'm out i don't care who's whose dads or what's going on with the fucking muppet labs later on yeah don't give a shit i guess like, i guess we're going by character um i liked the feral Sith girl, the little blonde. Oh, one. you mean Space Jamie Baldwin? Space Jamie Baldwin. <laughs> because she's Space Jamie Baldwin. Like I, I and I and I say that with absolutely and I, I I think I told Jamie this when I saw him the last time, but like I say this with absolute a, a, a adoring love. They've got Jamie's similar build, definitely hair, yeah, weirdly kind of face, and <laughs> the idea of like she's just like a feral fucking badass <laughs> yeah. and at the end that she's commanding a small squad of yes. like these weird troopers was like i don't know what the fuck's about to happen i assume those poor little fucking uh hermit crab dudes that i absolutely fucking love oh they're gonna get they're like gonna get I, I know they are like the porgs of this fucking series and i love them to death oh. and i want to see them live and they're probably all gonna be dead because yeah. somebody's going to figure out they're delicious on the inside, and that's going to be the end of these dudes. Yeah. But yeah, like, I want to see what happens with her, because I assume she's going to be the one who angrily hunts both the sisters and Ahsoka through the fucking cosmos, because everyone abandoned her, and she's fucking tired of getting left behind. Yeah, I... <laughs> she's... She didn't get a lot, but I loved that she was like a feral doom doomslayer well, she, like... she felt like a very raw trainee yeah that was going more on emotion like she is the definition of a sith character she oh, acted yeah. strictly on emotion ah, ah, was very you, capable <laughs> right but at the same time was not disciplined and the idea of uh I cannot remember Ray Stevenson's fucking character in this, but whatever, like his name. Uh, um, I have it on here. Balin? Uh, ba Balin Skull. Yeah, okay, yeah, so... Balin Skull. Right, so like, when, when Lord Balin is basically like, you're gonna be fine, just, I'm gonna go this way, you just fuck <laughs> off this way. Like, huh? I can't tell if that was, he was done because <laughs> she couldn't be trained, or he was like, you know what, I lit this fuse, fuck it. Let it happen because he just wanted to see the world burn because he was off on his own adventure. So he was like, yeah. let's cause a little like it. it felt... I think a little of both. I think a little right, of both. Right. You like it because he feels a little Alfred Pennyworth. Because yeah. like he he is giving you just enough guidance to do some serious fucking damage. Yeah, it was just like, um, you're you're good. You're good. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Like, you're, good. Uh, you're fine. Uh, you're fine. You're fine. You'll Carly. be you fine. Look, you'll, uh, be fine. Just, look, you'll be fine. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Make sure to eat. Yeah. 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 Here's my credit card. You got yeah, it. Yeah, you'll be I'm, you'll be fine. I'm, yeah, I'm going just, this way. This is just just snatches her up by the armor. This is for emergencies. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I see you hitting space hot topic, <laughs> and you and I are gonna have fucking words. You hear? You hear? Yeah. This is not for my chemical romance t-shirts. <laughs> you hear me? Um, I guess we should talk a little bit about Balin, although I don't know if we're going to... I don't know what they're going to do now. What do you mean? Because the character... Well, the actor is gone, right? The actor, the actor is passed. I think they're going to just leave him out as a character off on his own journey. He, yeah. he doesn't need to have any other follow-up. If... Yeah. If he stares off into the distance and he's off on his own journey and we have other things to do because the story follows Ahsoka, he can just live in the ether. And when anyone goes, oh, what happened to that cool character? And then they learn that the actor died. Everyone should genuinely be okay with letting that storyline be what it is. Yeah. I, I, it, it ended weirdly on an up-ish note or very least the kindest open note I've ever seen any Sith character ever get. Yeah. Yeah. 
the the tendency these days is to kind of want to explain everything. Yeah, but I think, I, and I and I understand that if yeah. we if he was still alive, I would have absolutely been disappointed with how that character ended yeah. in that story. But I I like I like your idea of it just letting it lie. It right, it's, it, it's okay. It yeah, right, yeah, because because like him him explain when she asked him, "Do you miss it?" And him having that kind of complicated answer, where yeah. like. Yes and no, and like right, right, right. It it tells me that like (laughs) right. It's it's almost like he was so mad at what was going on, but Order sixty six almost felt too far for him. But once it happened, it was like we'll figure it out. Yeah, because he seems like the kind of character who who wandered through everything that happened. Do what he needed to do to survive. And then once he got to an opportunity where it was like, I'm going to make this right for me, whatever that means. Yeah. He took it. Yeah. And I'm super good with that being the way it lands. Like it, it doesn't need to be necessarily more than that. I, I like that too, because he, he wasn't necessarily like super Sith in the, in the fact that he right. wants everyone to die. He was like, you're paying me money. Let's do this shit. Right. Yes. Right. Like, I, I don't agree with the Jedi Order. Okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, I disagree with this. I disagree with this. I disagree with this. Yeah. Okay. And red it, suits It's a means better. to an end. Yeah. Right. Because, like, he knew, in theory, where he was going. And once he realized where he was, once he got there, it was like, well, now I've got an opportunity. Yeah. Let, let's see I'm where like, this goes. Right, right. I have the ability to set my my Padawan loose <laughs> and do damage and let them learn the hard way that everyone else realistically has to learn. Because, I mean, how many times did fucking Anakin leave Ahsoka behind the enemy lines <laughs> with impossible odds? Oh, yeah. And she just decided to just absolutely obliterate every droid in every direction humanly possible. I mean, other than getting the quippy one-liners from Anakin at the end, it's essentially the same lesson. <laughs> it is, it is. Life's hard. Get a fucking helmet. Like it's yeah. not that difficult. Yeah. Like you got this. You're fine. You'll be fine. You'll right. Be fine. And here's the plus side. When we see her again, inevitably, a couple of those stormtroopers are gonna end up being dead. She's gonna have red armor on. She's oh, gonna look oh, like a fucking badass. Yes. Yes. Right. And she's gonna probably don one of the helmets customized in some sort of way so uh, when we see her the next time that you're gonna think it's just the crew and then she's gonna pull the helmet off she's gonna look easily three to five years older she'll be angrier and she'll lead them on some sort of fucking deadly mission to go <laughs> take out someone else i yeah i'm it's a it's a win for me it's a win right, for me <laughs> right there, there's no bad options because also the idea of how the fuck did she get off the planet yeah because <laughs> the idea of her talking them into putting together some sort of junker that they ended up finding to then do the like hop through space from planet to planet upgrading and pirating ships and right yeah, yeah. like that could be easily a 30 minute backstory of one of the episodes of season two of her being so mad <laughs> that basically like she's Leonardo DiCaprio's character from the Revenant. where basically like <laughs> she got mauled by a bear and then wandered from like Canada to Florida, just muttering cunt every six I'm seconds, just back. fucking cunts. <laughs> and just like, um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm here. Right. For it. Like the, I'm, he- so, I'm here for it. Right, so, so now we've got we've got this great chasing character potentially. We've got Ezra showing up at the end, being ahead of everyone else. So this is at the point where neither Sabine nor Ahsoka know that Ezra is back. And who knows what they're going to do thinking that he's back, because Ahsoka doesn't seem like the type who would call home first. Yeah. <laughs> so unless they're within range that What's-Her-Face can get a hold of Ahsoka, they're going to possibly chase after the fucking general, assuming they're going to go get uh, Ezra from the fucking Star Cruiser. Yeah. So that's its own dumb fucking misadventure. (laughs) And then him showing back up, telling the whole story, and then being able to rally the rest of the fucking uh, Rebel Alliance to go after him? 
Dude, that's movie level fucking giant battle. Well, I think I think twenty twenty five there's gonna be a movie. Like I, th- the, I think that's that, what's ha- happening. I, that is absolutely it's it's literally like the remnants of the empire. Yeah, and I don't. It's it's gonna be it's gonna feel weird because all this epic shit is gonna happen, and then the uh, the 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 sequels happen. Like like yeah. episode nine. Uh, yeah. Yes. So it'll, yeah. it'll be it'll be weird, but who cares? But More it's going to be a story that doesn't fucking involve a Skywalker. Yes. Oh, I did want to mention that. Um, I I know it is heresy to speak ill of three PO, but I did not feel like his presence in that one scene where he uh he comes in and says, "Oh, Princess Leia okayed this." I was like, it felt like a stunt cast, and I didn't think yeah. they needed it. It, they didn't need it because it took but, away the the um, uh, Elizabeth uh, Winston's Mary Elizabeth Winstead's right. But how do you how do you write yourself out of that one other than finding a character in the universe who's alive at the time who can absolutely pull the rank card? Right. I I know why they did it, but so like weirdly, I think with the plot, it's not so far fetched. Right. The idea of sending 3PO to do it did feel a bit heavy-handed, but the fact that they got the regular actor to get back into the suit to go do it <laughs> is fucking cool. I I I agree that it was cool. Like but... uh, do I wish that R2 was the one who would have done it instead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Like but I... like uh, I don't I don't know who would have been part of Leia's crew. Like you could have got Laura Dern I think to come in, I think as the, as the general, I think and Mon- say General Organa sent me. I think Mon could have been cool. I think Mon Mothma could have chilled that motherfucker out. I think I think she she could have said she like, should. You have. need to chill the fuck out, dickhead. Right, but but like you got to remember, she's working her own shit on the back end. Oh, that's true. So she don't want that heat either. I I just think that there was a different way to do it, and it it, I, it, I, it took one I, more thing away from uh, the Green Lady. General Greenlee. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like, I don't disagree with you. Um, I appreciate that it was one scene and done. Yes. One and done. Thank God. <laughs> like, so if you were going to do a nod, 3PO is a very safe one. It was one scene and done, and it didn't feel like it lingered any longer than it needed to. Yeah. It, it was 1 million percent unnecessary. Yeah. I do agree with you that they could have done different. But I also understand that these are Star Wars fans, That's and they true. do require a pander at some point. <laughs> That's true. Like, you not seeing any of the prepared material deserve <laughs> to see somebody you fucking recognize. That's true. And not from Andor. Um, yeah. I but like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, Andor, you didn't need to do homework. Andor was excellent. A- Andor was excellent. I, I do agree with you. Though... We did understand who Andor was from Rogue One. True, true. So filling in all the gaps before that felt very natural because you got to see where that was going eventually. So all you were ready to do was see where the story was taking you at that point. I like get, you, yeah. you've been Tarantinoed by Rogue One. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything else is like, fuck it, I'm in. Whatever happens here, this is great. And like, you had a SARS guard as the guiding light there. That's true. Like you picked up that fucking heavy hitter to hold that thing together. Yeah. You don't need any backstory with him. He's right. Like, Cause like, you don't need him in any other movie. He was right. And that, right yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we, and uh, you know, in, at least in Ahsoka, we got Mads Milkinson's brother to play the general. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll get Thrawn at the end. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, one other one before we get the Thrawn, Hu Yang, is it Hu Yang? Uh, the robot. The robot that David Tennant voices. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is, yeah, David Tennant bot. Is he in um, the other shows? Uh, I don't remember. Probably. I think he's toward the end because I think he's Ahsoka's traveling partner. Because his design is very reminiscent of like early concept art of what C three PO was gonna look like. That makes a lot of sense. I I was always curious if he looked more like one of the old doctor who robots or something like that. Yeah. Well, he does. He, he's he does design have that. feels <laughs> right. Like his design do- feels very seventies and kind of the best kind of ways. Yeah. But, his, but yeah, his... like I, 
I know he was in Rebels at one point. I don't remember him having a huge role, but I'm very glad to have David Tennant play him in this because I think he was absolutely a great bonding character for everyone because like yeah he got to do simple one-liners that made total sense yeah. he got to be done with everyone's shit <laughs> he got to feel disconnected from everybody because he's still a droid yeah but he got to feel pompous enough that it was like bitch recognize i've been around for a fucking millennia yeah i, I was teaching you <laughs> when your great 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 grandpa was still in a ball yeah. sack like fuck off yeah he's like you suck um right you're a mandalorian right, yeah. and also did i mention you suck and then when Ezra's building a lightsaber and him being like, bitch, I thought you was going to show up. You mean this piece? And he's like, exactly <laughs> that piece. I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, he, he was, so he, he got fun. to also be hoarding grandpa. Because when you got to see his workbench, I was like, holy shit. That is every workbench of every house <laughs> I've ever been in. When the grandfather built that workbench in 1950 and nobody <laughs> yeah. wants to touch it. Yeah. There yeah. are nondescript bins with no labels on anything. He knows exactly where everything it's the fuck system. is. It's my Right. System. It's my system. Right. Yeah. Because. If you go back and look, there's no fucking labels on anything. Like he, he absolutely is that grandpa who was like, I need a screwdriver, third drawer down, yeah. six over, one up. It's got the little orange dot of paint on the end of it. That's how I know it's a screwdriver drawer. And it was like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck sort of? And he in canon did the preamble long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Right. How great was that? <laughs> that's some wibbly wobbly timey wimey shit. That's dope. right. The idea that that's how he tells a story <laughs> to Ahsoka is like <sighs> you. Like he's yeah. he's best space grandpa. Space grandpa. I liked him. Also, when he went full grievous at one point, yeah. and the extra two arms popped down, <laughs> you were like, yo. <laughs> like I'm not saying he's gonna have his IG88 moment at any point, but he fucking should. Yeah. He's he's not just a teacher. He can throw right. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I may teach younglings, but I can toss with the yeah. best of them. Yeah, it's it's like discovering that the owner has hair plugs. I'm not just the owner. I'm also a, a client. client. Like, oh my god, Spatula City. I love them so right. much. <laughs> uh, Hu Hu Yang Hu Yang Hu Yang. I just I I was like, wait a second, is that David Tennant? I looked it up. Yes, it is David. Tennant. Yes, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Is like I heard his name once, and then in the in this house we just referred to him as David Tennantbot. Hell yeah! And when there was a fear that he was dead, Nicole's like, "I swear to fucking Christ, if they killed David Tennantbot, we're done watching this." And I was like, "I'm not done watching this, but I fucking I'm I'm behind you, fam." A, a strongly worded letter, <laughs> a strongly worded tweet. <laughs> Dear fuck you, George <laughs> Lucas, comma, how dare you let David Filoni get in charge of this and kill David Tennant, <laughs> you cunt, sincerely, yours in Christ, Brandon and Nicole Chalmers, like just, <laughs> oh man, well, dictated, not uh, read, and just, I'm going <laughs> to shout it into Siri. Oh man, well, we've, we've got, we've come to the final, the big bad, Thrawn. Um, fucking amazing performance by uh, Milkison. Yeah. Like, it's like most Star Wars villains feel like the whoa or like they're very big personalities. Thrawn is that like surgical evil fuck that's like yeah. planning eighteen steps ahead of you. Uh, you know, you know who he reminded me of of all things, and I hate to give him credit. Oh no, <sighs> hear me out. <clears throat> Uh, that fucking uh, weird historical turn of the century, uh, not turn of the century, um, the, the movie with Mel Gibson where he's like United States Braveheart. What movie is that? I'm trying to fucking remember what it is. I don't remember that one. A a anyway, so they, they have the guy who plays, um, oh my God, Draco Malfoy, like the elder Malfoy, the, yeah. the blonde one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays General Cornwallis of the British forces. And in turn, General Cornwallis is ruthless and moves pawns and only cares about victory and understands that sometimes some men just have to be sent to their death to have a greater success rate or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Played very smooth and very delivering. 
And like the only time he's ever really a badass is when he's forced into a situation where he has to act, which I assume will happen at some point along the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Similar kind of thing of like Thrawn is is such a tactician in that sense that it almost feels like even though he's sending people to their death and you know he's playing with live ammo, it almost feels like he's playing chess. Yes. With everything Very all the so. time. Yeah. He was like, oh, we lost contact. Well, we're about to get attacked. Send my, send more troops. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. I know they're coming. We're, no they're, problem. Come on. They're coming. I've seen a movie. We, right. We know right. Like, just this like, yeah, they're going to get inside. It's fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's this acceptance of reality and then always being prepared yeah. is this terrifying like – how many steps ahead of us is he actually working? Because yeah. he never shows his cards. No, ever. No. And I, I love that in a villain because it's just it's he he's he's so right and you and you you sickly kind of root for him, even though you know he's the most evil cuss in the fucking universe. Mm-hmm. And also you know he loses because there's a whole movie series after this where like uh, or or he doesn't or he or he or he doesn't because remember he went off to another fucking planet and kind of disappeared for a while and then came back. What's to say the he second time around he's like, yeah. you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to Space Beach. Yeah. Like I, I I don't need this shit. <laughs> he takes a vacation. I need a vacation. He, he could genuinely disappear again. Yeah, but I. I don't think I've saw him in any of the animated things that I had watched to catch up with some of the Mandalorian stuff. So this was my first introduction to Thrawn. Oh, uh, okay. And people have been talking him up like always. And I thought he portrayed him very well, made me fear him because of how fucking smooth he was and just like the absolute certainty that he's right. And his plan worked. His plan fucking worked. Despite everything, it, it, it was always going to work. He got all the gear onto the ship. He was able to take the ship back home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, and that's the thing is like, there's, I, I was, I was curious if it was played by the same character, but apparently like there's, there's after effects of Thrawn's victory in Rogue One. Oh. So like, he makes an impact. So there is a very open-ended thing with him. Now, bear in mind, there are probably going to be a lot of people who have read the novels and everything else like that and know exactly what the novel fate of Thrawn is. I have not. I yeah. do not plan to. I don't say that with any sort of ire or anything else like that. It's just too much content. Like, well, and Jamie couldn't be bothered with the cartoons. Yeah. I cannot fucking do all of the Star Wars novels. I just... I can't. I don't well, have the fucking patience. They're for They're not it. canon now, anyway. They, they like they've. But that's fair. They've stated that the novel stuff is going to live in its own pocket universe. So whatever and, has happened cool, there right. is there. But we're doing our own thing. Like they're off the rails. So like this right, is all yeah. new so, like, shit. Yeah. So there's a good chance that Thrawn could continue to just fucking like. I mean, dude, who knows? Maybe he fucking like seals himself in a little like space jar or something like that. I'll read a repulsion shit and just like suddenly <laughs> like, s- right, right, yeah, just slowly saunters out of the thing and just goes, ah, <laughs> after 10,000 years, I'm free. <laughs> it's time to conquer Coruscant. <laughs> and then just fucking hops in a jet and just fucking shatters off. Make my trooper grow! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, and then it's the weird one with the fucking uh, like Greek's uh, face or whatever oh, yeah. it is, and oh, he's yeah. like oh. just fucking stomping all over Coruscant because he's a hundred foot tall stormtrooper can't hit <laughs> shit, but it's just accidentally fucking shit up because like still a stormtrooper, like yeah. looks rad. Still a stormtrooper. What about that death trooper where they blasted the the helmet off and he's just <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Right, because it makes me wonder how long until they're the army of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I didn't appreciate how much we needed more fuckery in Star Wars. But we needed more fuckery the, in Star the Wars. The witches were fucking great. And the second you accept that there's space magic. There's and gotta like, be I, witches. Come on. There are wizards. Well, there's gotta be witches. It's it's more of the like, I was excited to finally see all of the space magic shit 
happen because I'm like, does this mean we get Ventress? Does this mean like, cause there's so many fucking open-ended things that could happen. We could get weird fucking spider ass Darth Maul. Like <laughs> who the fuck knows? There's so many things that are possible now that the space witches are here. Yeah. More weird shit. Yeah. Right. Right. We, we saw the, the giant Mandalorian water beast. I forgot what it was called, but like the, oh, the oh, mythobeast. Oh. The mythobeast. Yes, yeah, the mythosaur. Yeah, we saw the mythosaur. We need right. more so, weird so like, fuckery and stuff. We Wars. can get into some cool sh- Right, because yeah. like we're prepped for a giant fucking dinosaur adventure, dude. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm here for all of this. Power Rangers, wardrobes, giant fucking giant. Jesus allegories. Yeah. I'm fucking here for all of it. Which Abs is fucking fucking green saber, green fire saber, yeah. green yes. ranger green fire saber, saber mounted and handled by a prequel version and single story following the greatest name Jedi ever, Kit Fisto. <laughs> Just see it as the fucking thing. Fisto, January 2025, and it's just, you don't know if it's a threat, you don't know if it's a Star Wars thing, it'll be You're fucking- You're gonna get Fistoed. Right, and here's the thing, you know what we do? We put Phil Lamar in the fucking uh, stuff, so this way he's got the same voice, so he's got that great voice and a lean build and those fucking long tentacle yeah, dreads, yeah. and he's like, hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> and- Absolutely just shows up, motherfucks every droid, and then fucks off into the distance. Why? <laughs> Kit, Fisto. Kit Fisto. That's why. <laughs> so, Brandon, uh, yeah. would, would you recommend the show? Would you recommend yeah. the show? I, 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 Again, I recommend all Star Wars to absolutely everyone always. More of this universe is always going to be better. Will it hit every single thing for every single person? Absolutely not. But... If you are willing to see a bit more of the universe, see some rad cool creatures, get introduced to a new villain, get introduced to the sisters and the witches and all the cool shit and everything else like that, embrace a bunch of new characters. And honestly, if you ever watch Rebels, you'll realize how good or sorry, how closely they kept to the source material as far as every single character, except for Ezra, because he looks like Space Aladdin now with that fucking beard. It's a little weird, but I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so, like, he he saw her, like, so I'm watching it with, with Nicole, right? And he sees Sabine and, like, kind of gives a look. And, like, she looked back and I was like, I just looked at my wife and went, street rat? I don't buy that. Like, it's just like, fuck you. I can show you the world. Right, right, right. Filled with all these weird pod people. <laughs> hey, they're goddamn adorable. And that little scene where they're in the little <laughs> shell and the little wolf's in there with them. Yeah. Because initially the wolf wanted to eat him. And he was like, hey, close that. Be safe. And they're like, oh, no. And then close the door. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Space so wolf cool. and the fucking dude are going to have an adventure together. And I'm here for this. Fu- like, I want a side series of just. Star Wars shorts, like <laughs> six to eight minute yes, little side yes, adventures yes. with the two of them just exploring this fucking planet. Yeah. Right. I I did love the rock dudes. They were cool as shit. They're fucking great. Yeah. I, and they're, little they're, they're little space hermit crab people yeah. and they're fucking great. I love them. Like Nicole's got hermit crabs. They're exactly the same thing. They are rad and love to shit around. And when they get used to you, they're fucking great. But the second you see them the first time, like yeah. anytime I turn the light on <laughs> of the cage and they're out wandering, all of a sudden they're like, fuck. And then <laughs> immediately hide. And they're great that way. Yeah. Like I, I love any sort of creature that has adorable little eyes that sit up like this. Yeah. And, really just want to be your friend, but do not trust anything. Yeah. It is the nature definition of the no thank you droid from the fucking no, uh, la- no, ladder trilogy. You. Yeah. No, thank you. Like I'm, I'm super here for any creature that is like that. We got, they're fucking adorable. We got just space cat. Amazing space dogs. Amazing right, space right. rock people. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Come I on. totally forgot about the fucking space cat in the beginning at Ezra's place. Cause that's where Sabine is, is staying is Ezra's tower. And, like, the cat was a big thing for her. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The nods are super great. You should totally watch it. Though, genuinely, I think you should put Rebels on in the background as you're working. 
it's a genuinely lighthearted, enjoyable show that has a lot of really cool backstory stuff. And Zeb is one of my favorite characters. And like, it's just, it's good, wholesome Star Wars fun. If you don't like it, I think you're taking the series and more importantly, Star Wars as a whole way too fucking seriously. Yeah. From, and I think yeah. that's a key thing of all of the new Star Wars content in the last, I'd argue, five to six years. If you were taking it too seriously and you were mad about something that happened in Star Wars, go touch grass. <laughs> Do you hear me? You have lost sense with reality. This is a space opera TV show and series of movies. Yeah. Don't take it so seriously. You're absolutely allowed to dislike certain things, to wish that other things happen in your sense, like the 3PO thing. I am completely valid. Yeah. But I don't think it ruins the series. I don't think it. Oh, stores keep watching. Right. Like, I I don't think it ruins one character in particular. I don't think it undermines anything. I think it was a little heavy handed, but ultimately not harmful. Yeah. Go into this as well as all other Star Wars, except for Andor. Andor will break your heart if you oh, go God. into it and, lighthearded. Andor, was, Andor is absolutely chef kiss amazing, but, but it will uh, break your heart if yeah. you go in light, you, lighthearted. You, you got to be ready for like heartbreak is feels good in a place like this kind of thing. I, I, you got to go in with that attitude. I, man, <laughs> like I just Andor is the Rudy of Star Wars movies. <laughs> We're like, you want to feel good about it, but it's going to make you ugly cry. Yeah. And Andor was. Oof. Realistically, here's a, here's a general rule. If Andy Serkis isn't playing a loud fucking uh, villain and he shows up, yeah. be ready to cry. Yeah. If he's not trying to get you to sign up for a SoundCloud, go <laughs> bring a tissue. By box. the way, qu- quick aside. Have you watched the new season of Luther? Or the uh, new Luther movie? No, not yet. It's on Netflix? Not yet. Andy Serkis plays the bad guy, oh. and he's a fucking maniac, and he absolutely steals the show, and you owe it to yourself to watch that. It is oh. absolutely fucking amazing. I love Luther. We're we're going through Lupin right now. Um, okay. Lupin, uh, the, French, uh, the, French, the French series. Yeah. That's okay. good. That's good. If you like you some heist shit, Lupin is good. Yes. Yeah, okay. Lupin is very yeah, good. Yeah, but... Uh, just knowing that you and I absolutely adore Andy Serkis, especially when he played that absolutely gut-wrenching role in Andor, yeah. him playing an unhinged, I don't even want to ruin it. He is an unhinged character, full stop, Yeah, and also has one of the most terrifying costumes I have ever seen. <laughs> the idea of having a mask that has a, like a like an LED screen or whatever it is Ooh. over top of it and showing black and white images of victims screaming faces before they're murdered, just stitching out over and over again as he gets gradually closer, as he's standing behind a glass wall when no one sees him and the fucking thing just goes like, you just basically like see it. And all of a sudden it's like, and you're like, Whoa, God, that is, it is fucking amazing. Oh my God. Like, yeah, it it is so well written and Luther absolutely (laughs) is super into it. And like, I just, yeah, yeah. Idris Elba, like, I shouldn't need to sell you on this. It's Idris Elba and Andy Serkis. I'm there. In the same fucking place I'm, at the same fucking time. I'm, like, it's, I'm fucking there. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely, it's on, I believe it's on Netflix. Um, You should all go watch it. It is super fun. Do not watch it if you are skittish during the evening or at night. It is borderline a horror film. <laughs> I'm warning you right now. If you are skittish about horror films, you will adore it. It'll be great, but it is genuinely scary. And if like the strangers, remember that we were with like live Tyler forever ago, where oh. like, it was like the couple kids that had the mask or whatever it is. And they were yeah. terrorizing her and her, her husband who they killed or whatever it is. And she's in the house and they're like, she's like, why are you doing this? And we're just like, cause we can, yeah. I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. It's got a real similar vibe of like, yeah, the world's a real fucked up place if you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, go watch a Star War. Like, yeah. I, I would, I would say even if you don't do homework, I think there's enough in yeah, there I, that will grab I, you I don't and think will you, make you want to learn more about the. Star yeah, War. I, I, the context is good, but not necessary. Yeah, I think we are all smart enough people to watch that show. 
separate from everything, learn some context clues, go into it. And that's why I say go into it with a positive attitude and or a light heart. Because if you go into it going, okay, there are things that happened before I got here. Right. Okay. Yeah, not yeah, everything yeah. has to be the Batman story. We do not need to have the no. Waynes fucking get murdered every goddamn no. film. The poor it Waynes. It just doesn't need Jesus to happen. <laughs> right. We can go, okay, I'm a Star Wars fan. That's why I'm here. I have a rough idea of who Ahsoka is. Okay, no problem. I have a rough idea of the Empire and the Rebel Alliance and that there is time that has passed. Yeah. I think you can get through on every other context glue and then enjoy the individual characters coming to life as they do. Because also you get a very raw version of each one of the characters. Yeah. Because the idea of taking on Ahsoka as this completely buttoned down version means you don't have to carry in the baggage of whiny Ahsoka that Anakin used to call snips. Yeah. <laughs> like the Ahsoka that we landed on now, I l absolutely adore when we first started, like when I first started watching Clone Wars and Ahsoka showed up, I was like, why are we doing this? This is terrible. <laughs> I think a lot of people and, said like, that. And that's the thing is like, I felt like a terrible fucking Let cranky white guy because yeah. I'm like, yes, of course I hate the young female character. I was like, you're better than this. And I was like, Yes, but she's really poorly written. <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I'm able to now, years later, be like, no, Ahsoka is an incredibly well thought out and put together, put together character that I got to watch grow as I grew as a viewer. And now I am absolutely smitten to have them on my screen and leading a younger generation because that's how this should work. We We do not need to fucking put the fucking Hulk Hogan of star Wars up on this fucking pedestal. We can learn from latter generations and let them guide us through. Like we're, we're bound to, we have to embrace Ray and we have to embrace Finn and we have to uh, embrace Poe because otherwise the series just doesn't grow. Yeah. Like it, it has to grow. I love Mark Hamill, but it has to grow. Yeah. So go watch a Star War, genuinely. <laughs> like, uh, 1 million percent, please, please, please go watch a Star War. Brandon, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at thatguychalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you <laughs> and the angle of that dangle? Huh, I'm in the, the, the forest <laughs> bubble where I have gateways to all the different eras in the past present and future and there's that weird owl which i'm pretty sure is a symbol that i should have recognized but there is an owl in in one of the shots that i was like that's got to mean something but i don't know what it means but there's yeah an owl. that's a clone wars thing um but yeah uh i'm on instagram jamie noguchi uh i'm trying to build my other youtube channel so draw jam check that out oh uh and i'm building my store monster cutie so i have like uh i'm trying to do, I'm doing some product photography after this, so like nice, uh, yeah. So uh, check out Draw Jam if you want Jamie Noguchi content without me involved, <laughs> and you do. <laughs> Go ahead and check out Draw Jam. Um, but yeah, uh, stay safe, everybody, and we'll see you when we see you. Yep, deuces. <laughs>